Welcome back, healthy people, to On Call with Dr. Randy. This week, I'm continuing the discussion on vaccinating homebound patients. Once again, I'm reviewing the same article in the Family Practice News that I used for my previous episode last week. Now, let's get into the money aspect of vaccinating homebound patients. Money, 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 money. Say it with me, y'all. Yeah, I was definitely on key with that. With everything, there comes a cost and vaccinating homebound patients isn't free. Staff have to be paid to go to patients' home. This may include paying overtime or cost of gas to reach these patients. You have to pay your staff to do their job, right? Well, that's a cost. Also, Medicare and Medicaid do a poor job in covering the cost of vaccinating homebound patients. And a lot of these patients are on Medicare and Medicaid. Some organizations have reported not being paid enough by Medicare or Medicaid to cover staff time and efforts. According to the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, Medicare and Medicaid pay $40 for administration of each dose of the COVID vaccine. Yes, $40 for the administration of each dose of the COVID vaccine. Earlier in the vaccine rollout, Medicare and Medicaid was only paying $16.94 for the initial dose and $28.39 for the second dose. Now, why they picked those two arbitrary numbers and then switched it to $40, I don't know. But that's how they were reimbursing healthcare systems initially with the COVID vaccination. According to William Dombey, the president of the National Association for Home Care and Hospice, the cost of vaccinating homebound patients is between $150 and $160. Like I stated earlier, Medicaid and Medicare was only reimbursing healthcare systems $40 for something that costs between $150 and $160 to do. As a result, usually only larger organizations could vaccinate homebound patients and eat the cost of what wasn't supplied by Medicare or Medicaid. Well, why are you telling us this, Dr. Randy? This this really doesn't affect me at all right now. Okay, I, I hear you, I hear you. But one thing I wanted to do with this podcast is give you a peek behind the curtain of the world of medicine. Give you some information on some things that you may not know or affect you on later in life. Lord willing, there won't be another pandemic, but it is highly likely there will be. And at that time, you may be a homebound patient yourself trying to get a vaccine. You may be sitting in your living room watching the Pride is Right with a throw blanket tossed across your lap and a heater on your feet wondering when is someone gonna come vaccinate me and you know why it may not come now it may not come because the health system that you're a part of at that time isn't vaccinating homebound patient sadly medicine is a business and some organizations can't bite the bullet on certain costs and at that time you may be part of that healthcare system Well, what can I do? Well, I'll tell you what you can do. I'll tell you at the end of this episode. So just stay tuned and listen to the end of this episode and I'll give you a quick little thing that you can do to help in this process. So let's get into part two of the interview with Dr. Crystal Bill. We will discuss her beauty counter business. 
So we'll get into some of her facial products that she offers for sale on her website. Check out her past interview if you haven't. The last episode I did with her, we got into some real good discussions on what led her into her career in pharmacy and what you should know about your medications and what I don't know about your medications. I don't know the blue pill. Once again, I don't know the blue pill. If you're telling me you're taking the blue pill, there's like a thousand blue pills. Don't tell your doctor you're taking the blue pill. Know what the medication is. All right, let me get off my soapbox. It's not enough oxygen up here. But let's get into the part two of the interview with Dr. Bill. We'll also get into Randy's Random Questions, one of my favorite parts of the interview. So let's get into the interview. Just to switch gears a little bit, you got into the skincare business. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. What made you get into that business? Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so on top of um, working as a pharmacist, I recently decided to become a clean beauty advocate um, with a company called Beauty Counter. And because um, I've had my fair share of challenges as it relates to skincare and eczema and breakouts and things of that nature. And my body is so sensitive when it comes to everything, like the creams I've had prescribed, the tablets, it always seems like I was always having some type of irritation. Mm -hmm. um, and so I found out about a, a company called Beauty Counter. Uh, what they do is they're pretty much a leader in safer makeup and skincare. Um, and I really love their mission. Their mission is to get pro safer products into the hands of everyone. Um, and so I decided to try the products for myself. And I mean, my skin has just been doing great. I feel like it's glowing as a result. I know. And, um, I had like to I turn down the brightness on my screen. <laughs> it's just shining. Here we go. Melanin is popping. I know. But it's all about safety because the thing about it is like the cosmetics industry is very loosely regulated um, in the U.S. So like, you know, when it comes to potentially toxic or harmful ingredients that could be cancer causing agents or mm -hmm. hormone disruptors or things of that nature, like Canada bans about 600 ingredients that could be potentially toxic. The U.K. bans like 1,400. And in the U.S., we only ban about 30. And like the <laughs> last law regulating cosmetics was passed in 1938. And so Ooh. that's kind of an issue that, you know, nobody's really paying as close attention uh, but that's because, you know, where they're paying attention, the FDA is paying attention to medications, you know, mm -hmm. food, you know, water, things like that. And so cosmetics is not as heavily regulated. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. All right. So what are the, some of the top selling products that y'all have? One of the top selling is our All Bright C Serum. I really like that because when it comes to healthy skin, like vitamin C definitely is like a game changer. So we do have like an All Bright C Serum. It has like two different forms. It's a very potent blend of vitamin C. Um, it also has um, turmeric in it and a fruit extract. Like that's very, very popular um, because it helps to like brighten your skin and give you that healthy glow. Um, we also have like an overnight resurfacing pill. That's great also to give you the glow. It basically gets rid of like dead skin cells and it's very, very gentle. So it's not one of those pills that's like, you know, with heavy chemicals where you're like shedding for a week, you literally mm -hmm. wake up in the morning and your skin is glowing. Um, and then lastly, the most popular is like our skincare sets. Like we have different skincare sets. There's like three or four different options depending on your skin type. And so I, I love the skincare sets because what's missing a lot with the over-the-counter products, when I was doing the over-the-counter products, I would grab like, you know, like a, a, a cleanser and then like a moisturizer. But what the beauty of having a set, like a regimen is, you know, all of our sets come with at least a cleanser. Um, it comes with a toner, which helps to minimize your pores, which prevents further breakouts. And they all include a moisturizer as well, um, you know, as well as one or two additional products. So, so you know, just having that extra step, like the toner and things of that nature. That actually is a game changer, just having that option, you know? So, so yeah, so those are our best selling. Okay. You're educating me a little bit. So with, <laughs> yeah, this is a new industry. This is, this is why I'm here to learn, learn about the yeah. things. 
So with this set, is this something that you would use every night or part of it at night, yeah. part of it in the morning, every so day? So use twice a day. Okay. Yeah, I use twice a day, morning and night. And then the Albright C Serum, I use it every night. I usually use it um, right before adding the moisturizer because your moisturizer, um, as well as anything with sunscreen, is typically the last step. So I'll do the Albright C Serum in the morning with my... So my set that I use is called Counter Control. It's right. best if you have like blemish-prone skin or oily skin. And it's actually what I recommend to almost everybody experience a mask me because we have like these masks on all day. I don't specifically because I'm in managed care and I, I'm blessed to have the opportunity to work from home right now. You know, mm -hmm. but like for you guys that are out there, you know, wearing the mask all days, the women are breaking out a lot around their mouths. It's very, very great for that because it has a clear pore cleanser. Um, it has a all over acne treatment with salicylic acid in it. Um, and like I said, the toner is key for making your pores smaller so you don't break out as well. And so you do it twice a day and then I do some morning night and then I do the Albright C serum in the morning and then the overnight pill every other night. So and that really can help you know clear your skin. Because when you look good you feel good, you know? So right. Right. How long have you been using the product? So I've been using them now, I feel like it's been at least a good three to four months that I've been using it. So and I've been putting my family and friends onto it and they're loving their results as well. So and like I said, most importantly it's not just about skincare and makeup. Like it's about more than just makeup. It's about safety too. Cause like some of the common things that are found in our products that we use every day, like formaldehyde, like that's a preservative that's used in like cosmetics. Like that's actually a known cancer causing, you know, agent and, you know, things like parabens, things that begin with like methyl or propyl or things like that. Um, you know, those are known hormone disruptors. And these are things that are commonly found in like our shampoos, even our body washes and things of that nature. So, you know, my whole thing is if you have a safer option out there, you know, why not just make it easy swap, you know, so. Okay, okay. So what kind of things have you noticed personally or your family members or other clients noticed since um, using this, this regimen? They notice how my skin is glowing. Even when I go to the doctor's office, my doctor, even with my mask on, because you still can see like the top half of the face, like your skin is looking good. Like everybody's like, your skin is so clear. Like, <laughs> so they're like, your skin is glowing. So, so yeah, visibly and noticeably, like my skin is much clearer and it's brighter. That all bright C serum helps to brighten your skin, um, even and um, help with uneven skin tone and things of that nature. So, okay. is this for just for women or do you have men clients too? Yeah, so there's products for men. There used to be whole sets for men, but I think they're discontinuing the sets. But um, even my dad, he just ordered one of the sets. It comes with like a shampoo and it has like a charcoal um, deodorant. So if you're looking for clean swaps, even as it relates to deodorant, like it has a deodorant set um, and it also has a body wash with charcoal in it. And charcoal is really good for, you know, removing impurities and things of that nature. There's also a cleanser that's really, really popular uh, for men. So we do have items for men as well. A cleanser, we have shave cream, um, and we also have a oil-free face lotion. So so I have samples of that. I'll send you some samples of okay. it, Randy. You see okay. how you like it. I'm <laughs> Y'all yep. see me on this next Zoom thing. I'm gonna be like, hey, Randy, you looking good. You're gonna be glowing for your patients. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I'm gonna be like, girl, get on my DM telling me my skin look good. Don't keep me in trouble. <laughs> so, what are some of the things that people can do on their own to um, basically have good skincare hygiene for their face um, outside of kind of using the products that you mentioned? Yeah. Easiest thing, of course, is drinking water. Like staying hydrated, that does wonders for your skin. Making sure you're drinking enough water. Um, also get enough sleep. Like I know it's much easier said than done, especially working in healthcare. But you know, get enough sleep. Making sure you're getting adequate, you know, adequate rest. 
Um, those are really the most important things to making sure your skin looks good, as well as eliminating things that can trigger your skin in different ways, like high amounts of sugar or, you know, things like that. Sometimes dairy can trigger people. So knowing what you're, you know, paying more attention to when those breakouts occur. So, you know, they may, may be something triggering you to break out. So, um, okay. okay. Those are all good tips right there. Yeah. So, all right. So we're going to bring Crystal back for Randy's rapid questions. I know she's excited about it. I can tell by her face. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she'll be back shortly for that. Yay, so we got Crystal back for Randy's random question. She's so, so excited and ready to go. So question number one, the pandemic is over. Everybody's gotten their vaccine. The virus has gone away. Where's the first place that you like to fly to outside of the country? So really, I've visited every place that I love, but I really love Jamaica. I just really need to stick my toes in the sand and just relax. <laughs> so I love Jamaica. I probably will go to Jamaica. Yeah. You need to put both feet in the sand, B-O-F, both feet in both, the sand. Both of them, both of them, B-O-F-F-U-M. Both feet in the sand. <laughs> What's your favorite R&B album of all time? I love anything Monica, so I really love Monica. Like anything of her, I love. So I honestly don't have a favorite of all time, I don't think, but I just really like Monica as an artist. Okay. I think you was at my house that time. My friend was trying to start up an argument about Monica. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she the GOAT. He was, trying not to, he was trying to discredit her. Like she wasn't one of the GOATs. Like she is. She's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sure getting fussed at for that. I think it was just <laughs> alcohol and know how much he was messing with y'all, trying to talk down on the <laughs> queen of Atlanta, Monica. Yeah, do it. Can't nope. talk down on Gunica. Uh-uh. What's the craziest thing that you've seen at the pharmacy during your retail um, so, career? Well, people will, like, sometimes pull up their shirts and want me to look at, you know, more personal areas to ask what stuff is. But, like, I think one of the craziest was, like, Somebody brought like a little a baggie up to the counter and he was saying he pulled something out of his um, grandchild's hair and he placed it on the counter in a baggie. <laughs> and I don't know what it was because I would not move from the spot. I'm like, I'm not about to go. <laughs> so to this day, I don't know what was in that baggie, but I just was like, I saw something moving, kind of crawling. And I was like, I'm not coming over to the counter. So. That baggie was moving. <laughs> I was wow, like, oh no. Uh-uh. Well, had that lice in that bag. Mm -hmm. I don't know what was in it, but it was like for you to put it in a bag and bring it up to the counter and then sit it on the counter and I see it kind of moving though. Not doing mm -hmm. it. Not, not it's on his gra not his own granddad too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Who was someone that you looked up to as a child? I mean, I always looked up to my parents. I thought they did a you know, really good job of doing their best when it came to us. I would say one of the most influential people, though, was my um, health sciences instructor. Um, his name is Mr. Elsie. So I went to Westlake High School. And when I was at Westlake, um, like I said, there was HOSA, Health Occupation Students of America. And I was heavily involved in that. He was just so supportive as it related to like healthcare and students wanting to pursue health careers. We had different like competitions, even went out the state to California. And I just feel like he was a really, really good teacher and really cared about, you know, making sure we succeeded. So I would say my health teacher, Mr. Elsie, was really influential. Okay. Where's Westlake High School at? So Westlake is, if you're in South Fulton, um, so- It's in Atlanta. 
Yeah, it's in Atlanta. Yeah, it's in Atlanta. So not far from Camp Creek Marketplace if you're in like the South Pole area. So. Okay. Peace up, A-Town down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you do a lot with volunteering. You started organizations, like 20 of them. You do over a million community out- service hours every year. <laughs> you're always giving back to the community. So when you're long gone, what impact do you hope you've left on the world? Um, so I hope that people can see that, you know, that my impact was that, you know, I just feel like, wow, that caught me off guard. I, I was, that's one of those questions you got to prepare for. Like, what yep, this is why it's Randy's random questions. You're not supposed to be prepared for it. I I just really feel like I heard somebody say, like, I feel like impact is more important than influence. Like, I kind of been one of those that don't really care, like, about, like, you know, people will be like, oh, like, I don't even like some people will call themselves influencers or this and that or, you know, they do a lot of stuff. Because even though I post different things I do that the organization does, like that I created, like there's a lot of things I do behind the scenes that no one ever sees. And so I think for me, it's just about having impact over influence. Like, you know, what are you doing to make somebody else better and how can that continue on? You know, just leaving that as an example, because I just always feel like if you have a lot, like why not share it with other people who may not have it? You know, I just um, came up with people that were givers. Like I still remember my mom when I was in kindergarten, one of my, I was telling her about one of my classmates who didn't really, you know, seem to have a lot. And she, you know, reached out, ended up contacting the girl and her parents. And I remember my mom picking her, you know, going to her house and going shopping for the little girl all the way back when I was like in, you know, elementary school, you know, my grandmother is always giving. So, you know, I just kind of came up like that. Like, why not? If you have it, why not? You know, so I think I just want to be remembered for impact over influence. Okay. That's some great things right there. So we're going to let you off the hot seat now so you can relax <laughs> and we'll start a little bit. So where can people find you on social media or website wise to buy some of your skincare products from? Yeah, so I have an account. I'm on Instagram um, at Dr. Chris Rx. So that's at D-R-C-R-Y-X. At Dr. Look, I messed up how it's but at D R C R Y S R X at Dr. Chris R X on Instagram. Um, they also can go to beautycounter.com/slash Crystal Bill to check out some of um, you know the products we have. A lot of them are award winning. Um, they can also see what we call the Never List. We have a Never List of over 1,800 you know potentially toxic ingredients that we never include. So just to check out some of the safety features as well. Okay. And how do you spell Crystal? I know my black people love to spell Crystal different ways, so we got. Um, you gotta it spell it the correct way. The only right. <laughs> Wait, is C R Y S T A L and last name is B as in boy E A L. So beautycounter.com slash crystal bill for Instagram, Dr. Chris Rx, and all the links are in there. So all right. Shout out to all the different crystals who spell their names different from Dr. Bill. <laughs> I know they're probably nah, that's not how you spell crystal. You spell it C-R-Y-S-T-U-H-L. Absolutely not. <laughs> There's probably a silent letter in there too somewhere. But I appreciate you sitting down and talking with me, chatting it up. You gave some good pharmacy tips, gave some good tips about keeping your skin nice and clean. I'm going to send everybody to your website so they can buy your products. I'm looking forward to getting my products as well, too. Yes. Maybe we're going to we blow can, up. We're going to blow yeah. up together. Yes. We can do a before and after picture. Um, right. Right, right. Lord Jesus, let me go get a haircut for these before and after pictures. <laughs> I'm going to send you the pill too, Randy. You're going to have to oh, try to peel. Oh, God. I'm getting the pill too, y'all. Help get me, Jesus. 
Yeah. Help me follow Jesus, not baby Jesus. I need Tyler Jesus to help me out with this. <laughs> but all right, thank you. We'll see thank you on you. another episode. It. Well, that's it for part two of the interview with Dr. Crystal Beal. Be sure to check out her business link in the show description and follow her on social media. Go support her black business. She has a lot of good products on her website, so go check her out. Earlier at the beginning of this episode, I discussed the financial aspects of getting homebound patients vaccinated and how it isn't profitable. I left you off on the part asking, what can you do? Well, the simplest thing that you can do is write or talk to your congressman or congresswoman. Yes, I know that's not the sexy answer you were looking for, but that's the simplest thing that you can do. Ask them to fund more programs that take care of homebound patients. It will take some effort to do that, contacting them, but it is worth it. Write them, email them, or call them on your way home from work. Just put a bug in their ear. Um, Dr. Randy, I don't don't do bugs. (sighs) Not literally. It was a joke. It's just a metaphor. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. No one does bugs in her voice. No one. Unless you're an entomologist. Oh, like Creepy Carl the entomologist? Yes. Like Creepy Carl the entomologist. Yeah, he stays bugging out. Okay, inner voice. Chill out with the lame jokes. But that's it for this episode. Be sure to rate, like, subscribe, and share with others. Follow me on social media. My links are in the show description. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated. If you have any questions about getting vaccinated, go to the CDC website. Or you can also listen to some of my past podcast episodes where I break down vaccinations and side effects which rarely occur with the vaccine. Also, I talk about what do they actually put in vaccines? Because a lot of individuals also tell me, I don't know what they're putting in the vaccine. You can listen to my episodes and you can find out what they're actually putting in vaccines. So I'm doing all of this to help you out and to educate you. And as always, I put the sources of where I get things from in the show description. So y'all can just know that I'm not making all of this stuff up. I love y'all. Hope y'all have a good week. And as always, stay healthy physically and mentally.